Welcome back to the Retirement is Within Reach podcast. My name is Sherry Doherty. You know, for the past 10 years, I've been hosting a daily radio program on a Massachusetts 50,000-watt radio station, WCRN. My show airs Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to noon. That's Eastern Time, of course. And if you'd ever like to tune in, all you have to do is just simply say, Alexa, play WCRN, and you can listen to my radio broadcast in addition to this podcast. Well, listen, I'm very happy that you stopped by today. If you're close to retiring or perhaps even recently retired, I assure you that the time that you're going to spend with me will be time very well spent. This podcast is heard on all the major podcast outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, Spotify, Android, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the other ones as well. We are wherever you are. So in the next 30 minutes or so, for most of you, you're going to gain more knowledge about the retirement planning process than you might have learned thus far in your entire life. And I have to tell you, if you continue to listen to this podcast week after week, as I hope you do, subscribe to it, it'll change your life by making your retirement better than you might currently think is possible. Remember, knowledge is power. So let's talk a little bit about the true meaning of retirement. What is retirement really all about? And I have to tell you, retirement is really more about income than it is about anything else. You'll hear me say this in my radio program a million times. Retirement is about income. Retirement is not about a savings goal. It's about income. So let me tell you a story along these lines. You know, in the age of television and computers, the average person, somebody just like you, is bombarded with a lot of advertising. According to Nielsen Ratings, an average hour of TV contains more than 15 minutes of advertisements. So more than 25% of your viewing time is spent watching commercials. Now, the United States, as you might imagine, is the largest advertising market in the world. And it also claims the most revenue out of all advertising budgets in the world. Did you know during the recent Super Bowl that a 30-second ad for the Super Bowl was $7 million? Think about that. A lot of advertising revenue is done each year in the United States. Now, advertising is essentially a form of messaging. It's a form of communication that's designed to advance your position. Advertising should be quick, it should be memorable, and it should inspire you to believe something, whether or not that something is actually true. So in Washington, D.C., the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, you're familiar with the FTC, they assume the responsibility to protect consumers by ensuring that there is truth in advertising. According to the FTC website, when consumers see or hear an advertisement, whether it's on the Internet, radio, television, or anywhere else, federal law says that ad must be truthful, not misleading, and when appropriate, backed by scientific evidence. The Federal Trade Commission enforces these truth in advertising laws, and it applies the same standards no matter where an ad appears, in newspapers, magazines, online, in the mail, or on billboards, or even buses, end quote. That's directly from their website. Well, that's pretty clear. i got to tell you, there's nothing ambiguous there. Advertising must be truthful, according to the FTC. So how is it that certain television advertisements seem so contradictory? You know, for example, beer ads often convey the message that alcohol is going to enhance your social life. 
They'll often use images of young people drinking beer at some type of upbeat, fun gathering, a party atmosphere. Everyone is smiling and chatting, and of course, they're all drinking beer. So what do you think? Has that been your experience? Has beer enhanced your social life? Well, let's contrast that beer ad to another beer ad. Do you remember the famous Super Bowl ad showing the two guys at the grocery store? They went to the checkout with two items, beer and toilet paper. But they only had enough money to buy one of the items, so they smartly chose the beer. And when they were asked if they'd like, to put, if they'd like their beer put in paper or plastic bags, they gave the resounding answer, paper. And of course, those two guys needed a receipt as well. So do you think the beer enhanced their social life? After all, who wouldn't want to hang around with those two toilet paperless guys? You know, those two commercials are just one example of very contradictory advertising messages. I'm sure that you can think of many others yourself, but there's one in particular that I'm thinking about. You know, there's a well-known investment company that runs a series of commercials. I'm sure you've seen them on TV. They ask retirees a very simple question, what's your number? A simple, concise question, what's your number? The ad is designed to convey the message that retirement can be reduced to a single savings goal. What's your number? And once you achieve that goal, goal, voila, you can retire. So what do you think? Is that what retirement really boils down to? It's just a simple savings goal, a number that once you achieve it, will allow you to stop working and retire. What's your number? Maybe, maybe not. But let's look at a different ad, an ad that contradicts that ad. You know this other commercial that I'm going to talk about. It's for the Publishers Clearinghouse. I know you've seen it. The announcer says you can win $5,000 a week for your life, and then someone who you choose wins $5,000 a week for their life. And I'm sure after hearing that ad, you probably have said to yourself, if I had $5,000 a week coming in for the rest of my life, I'd stop working and retire this afternoon. It's a pretty effective ad, and I also bet that based upon that Publishers Clearinghouse ad, you probably have a coffee table full of magazines in your living room that you've never read. But when you really think about the two messages, they're actually very contradictory. The first message from the large investment company claims that retirement is all about a pile of assets, a savings goal. And the second message, the one from the Publishers Clearinghouse, says that retirement is all about income, $5,000 a week for the rest of your life. And on a larger scale, it's a debate that I've discussed on my radio program week in and week out over the past 10 years. Should corporate America have abandoned in the 1980s pension plans, which were guaranteed streams of lifetime income, in favor of 401k plans that are nothing more than piles of assets, a savings goal? So when you think about those two contradictory commercials, which do you think better describes a retirement strategy for you listening to me right now? Is it better to have a savings goal or is it better to have an income goal for retirement? Well, let's look at it this way. Why are some people so afraid to enjoy their retirement? Why are some people so worried to spend any money during their golden years? Well, it's because they're afraid of running out of money. They're constantly afraid of depleting their retirement nest egg, either through spending too much money too quickly or in investment strategies that could result in losses, just like we saw in the year 2022. 
They look at spending as depleting their savings, and they live in fear of losing money. And as a consequence, that creates an atmosphere of scarcity in their retirement during their golden years. And I have to tell you, living in an atmosphere of scarcity is going to deny you of life's true riches. Think about it this way. How do you put a price tag on a retired couple finally taking the vacation that they had denied themselves for decades during their working years? How do you put a price tag on the smile of your husband or your wife? How do you put a price tag on buying airline tickets to visit grandchildren? Obviously, you can't. These things are indeed priceless. Some of them are generational memories. But let me tell you, if you live in an atmosphere of scarcity, you'll always be afraid to spend money for fear of depleting your nest egg and running out of money too soon. Boy, whatever happened to happily ever after? So when you hear an announcer on a TV commercial asking you, what's your number? You should really ask yourself, is that the best retirement strategy for me? You know, let me be very clear about one thing. Saving more money rather than less money for retirement is a really good thing. In fact, I'd go a step further and say it's a necessary thing. More savings is better than less savings. But most important of all is how much income those savings generate. Retirement is really all about income. Income in retirement is a permission slip to enjoy your life. Steady streams of guaranteed income that will fund your retirement lifestyle, allowing you to spend every penny of your monthly income with the comfort of knowing that there'll be more income arriving next month and the month after that, month after month, for the rest of your life. That's why when you hear the Publishers Clearinghouse commercial, the one that focuses on income, your mind drifts into a dream state, a euphoric dream state. So if retirement is all about income, and it is, it just makes sense to use income distribution strategies that maximize your income, that maximizes the income being generated from your retirement savings. But it's very important that you understand that some strategies for generating income are better than others at maximizing the income. Let me give you an example of what I mean. If I were to ask you, would you rather have $1 million in your nest egg on the day that you retire, or would you rather have 900000 I think virtually everyone would answer, Jerry, of course I'd rather have $1 million than 900000 So in essence, you're looking at things from a what's-your-number perspective, and from that perspective, the bigger number always wins. Or at least that's what people think. What if I were to ask you a different question? one that looks at things from an income perspective instead. What if I were to ask you, would you rather have $1 million on the day that you retire that generates a 3% retirement income, meaning $30,000 a year, or would you rather have $900,000 that generates a 4% retirement income, meaning $36,000 a year? Well, now I think that most people would say, in all honesty, I'd rather have the higher income. Retirement is indeed all about income. And the distribution strategy that you use to generate that income is going to make all the difference in the world. And in fact, stay with me here for a minute. When you think about things a little bit deeper, a really pleasant picture can begin to emerge. If you use an optimal retirement income distribution strategy, meaning 
one that maximizes every penny of income from your retirement savings, you just might find that you need less savings to retire than you originally thought. And maybe, just maybe, you have enough savings today. Wouldn't that be nice? Or what if you could retire a year or two earlier than you thought was possible? I bet that brought a smile to a few faces. Well, you know what? Things like this can be possible if, if you are employing cutting-edge retirement income distribution strategies. So are you? Or is your financial guy only talking to you about your number? Well, if that's all that they're talking to you about, I'd like to give you my number, my telephone number. You can always reach me at 877-772-1776, and I'll show you how to optimize your retirement income and perhaps have you retire a few years earlier or maybe even today. Well, now that you have that background on why it's important to look at, in, to look at retirement from an income perspective, I'd like to talk a little bit about a specific type of annuity product that can help you do that. It's an annuity design that's called a fixed indexed annuity. Can you write that down? A fixed indexed annuity. But I think it's important to first of all set the stage with a little bit of history on these products. So what happened is after the United States emerged from its economic recession of the early 1990s, the country experienced a real economic boom. Unlike what we're seeing in today's economy where things are all over the place, the 1990s were really characterized by increasing strong GDP and a lot of true job creation and high productivity. At that time, the technology sector was absolutely exploding. Innovation was advancing at a fever pitch, and company valuations were surging, driving up broader market indexes. Unemployment in the early 1990s was low, and a newly elected President Clinton adopted monetary policies to keep inflation in check and support the, econo the economy's rapid growth. And as a result, in the 1990s, the United States entered an almost decade-long period of economic bliss. 401k plan balances surged, and a lot of wealth was created. The latter part of the 1990s was a wonderful time to retire. Virtually everybody benefited from the surging stock market, and almost no one, almost no one, could be convinced to invest anywhere else. Everyone began to actually believe that markets just go up and up and up, convinced there was no downside. In investment, they use an old expression. They say, trees grow to the sky. And at that point in time, people really did believe the trees will continue to grow all the way up to the sky. You know, I got to tell you, I remember that time well, and you probably do too. The 1990s were characterized by a go-go atmosphere in the stock market. And in all honesty, it's probably just what the company needed coming off the recession of the late 1980s. The 1990s fueled a complete change of attitude. We had a young new president who presided over a vibrant economy and everyone had a job. And as a result, we had a new attitude. And that's exactly where there's a potential for trouble for retirees. Because retirees, just like the rest of the country, developed an enthusiasm for rising stock markets. They fell in love with that way of investing. And many retirees poured all of their hard-fought retirement savings into that roaring stock market. It was seductive, 
and they gave in to the temptation. It's the age-old story, though, one that always ends the same way. In the year 2000, the dot-com bubble burst, and the stock market came crashing down. And the very next year, in 2001, the unfortunate September 11th terrorist attack happened. And during that two-year period of time, 2000 to 2001, the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell by 36%. The Dow took four years to recover. And about the same time it did, the mortgage crisis of 2008 and 2009 rolled around, destroying retirees' nest eggs all over again. You see, the retirees who were seduced by the big market gains of the 1990s made a fundamental mistake. They chased an investment opportunity rather than choosing the correct investment strategy matched to where they were positioned given their proximity to retirement, standing at retirement's doorstep. And by positioning their nest egg in the stock market, they assumed too much risk. And once the market fell, they not only suffered investment losses, some forever altered the quality of their retirement. They chased an investment opportunity rather than choosing an appropriate investment strategy. But it's what happens when people get caught up in the enthusiasm of a rising market. We sometimes forget that what goes up will go down too. Trees do not grow to the sky. You know, Mark Twain once famously said, history doesn't repeat itself, but it does rhyme, meaning that things will happen over and over again, maybe not in the same level of detail, but the same theme happens over and over again. Markets move up and markets move down. And today, when I meet with clients, I often see they're assuming way too much risk with the retirement portfolios given their proximity to actually retiring. Most of my clients are standing at retirement's doorstep, as I'm sure you are listening to this podcast. So coming out of the 1990s, few people were interested in investment strategies that provided downside protection of principle. But in retrospect, when we got into the early 2000s, many would have been well served to have had such a strategy. But of course, hindsight's 2020. And for many people, it was very hard to resist the allure of a bull market. You know, you might have felt like you were missing out on something. Relatively unnoticed, in the early 1990s, a new annuity design was rolled out. And it wasn't met with much fanfare or consumer interest. It was called the fixed indexed annuity. And at its core, the fixed indexed annuity was very similar to other annuity product designs in that it provided principal protection, which is naturally a pretty important feature for retirees. But in addition to that, it offered something very special and very unique. The fixed index annuity offered equity market participation through a series of external indexes, indexes like the S&P 500, the Russell 2000, Dow indexes, and a host of other quality household name indexes. But what made their index feature so unique is that the principal was protected in the account from losses that may result from index performance. So think about it this way. If the index went up, you went up. You participated in up markets. But if the index went down, such as we saw in 2000, 2002, 2008, 2009 that I just mentioned, and pretty heavily in 2022, you didn't participate in the down markets. You stayed the same. Your principal was protected and all of your previous gains were locked in, safe from market erosion. 
And since the 1990s, fixed-indexed annuities have surged in popularity. And is it any wonder why? When you combine upside potential without the downside, gains with no losses. So how do fixed-indexed annuity products work? Well, to explain that, let me quote from a book. It's titled, Money, Master the Game, Seven Simple Steps to Financial Freedom. And it's written by motivational author Tony Robbins. You probably know Tony Robbins. And contributing to the book were some of the country's most powerful financial minds. If you have time to read the book, you really should. Although I will forewarn you that it's 656 pages long. They don't leave many stones unturned. And here's what they wrote about fixed indexed annuities. Quoting directly from the book, first of all, a fixed indexed annuity is fixed, which means your account is guaranteed never to go down. No matter what happens, you will not lose your original deposit. That's half the battle. And as a side note, I'd add for retirees, that's 99% of the battle. Anyway, back to the book. As they write, however, instead of generating a small guaranteed rate of return, like a traditional fixed index annuity, your base, upon, your base account growth is determined by tracking the gains of a stock market index, such as the S&P 500. And then in addition to that, as the book points out further along, in recent years, there have many, been many of these uh, fixed index annuity products that have also offered other important features, such as nursing home protection and so on. You know, I have to tell you, um, fixed index annuities provide the upside potential of gains without the downside potential of losses. They have a special benefit in that they not only protect your principal from loss, but whatever your previous gains were credit to your, credited to your account, those are also locked in. So for me, most people listening to me right now, this feature is so different than any other investment strategy you've ever used before. Think about it this way. In the years when markets were soaring, when you opened up your retirement account statements, 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, you were probably elated to see the gains when markets were raging. But in the back of your mind, I bet that you were always wondering whether those gains would actually really ever be yours because you know that the market might drop one day, wiping out those gains. Well, one of the huge benefits to a fixed index annuity product is that each and every year your gains are locked in. You never give back the gains that you previously made. Your retirement account becomes like an elevator that only has an up button, never a down button. And in addition to all of that, the more sophisticated fixed index annuity products have op optional features that could be very helpful in providing money for long-term care needs as well as retirement income planning. And then once you're ready to begin a retirement income, your fixed index annuity will provide a guaranteed stream of income that you can't outlive no matter how long you live. That income will keep on coming in month after month, year after year, for as long as you're on this earth. So just think about the power of a fixed indexed annuity strategy. But as good as it is, I want to offer you one word of caution. There are hundreds of fixed indexed annuity products out there, and each is a little bit different. That's why it's really important to deal with an independent advisor who specializes in retirement planning, someone like me, a firm that specializes in retirement planning. That's all that we do is retirement planning. 
I want to give you my company information before I sign off for this week. My company is called Boston Independence Group. We're a Massachusetts incorporated retirement firm. We're located in Westboro, Massachusetts, just about 30 miles west of Boston. My main telephone number is 877-772-1776. Again, that's 877-772-1776. And I have to tell you, if you do call that number, you will speak with me directly. You won't be connected to somebody in my office. You'll speak with me personally. As a listener to this podcast, you are very important to me. You listen to me on the Retirement is Within Your Reach podcast, and I will listen to you anytime that you contact me. You can also visit me on the web at bostonindependencegroup.com. That's a great site to bookmark. It's loaded with tons of helpful advice about a variety of very important retirement topics. And it's there, too. You can download a free chapter of my book. My book is titled Uncomplicated Money and is available on Amazon.com. There's also a Kindle version. My book is a series of short stories designed to explain complex financial concepts that every every retiree needs to know. So order your copy today. But I will tell you this, if you call my office and we can have a conversation about your particular retirement strategy, I'll mail you a copy of my book for free, just for reaching out to us. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. We'd love to talk to you. And we also wish you a great week between now and the next time when you tune in to Retirement is Within Reach. This is Jerry Doherty wishing you all the wonderful things in the world.